I'm Jerry McGreer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I take a bunch of time off because of uh, COVID. And now we're back. Gary, are you healthy? Mm-hmm. Are you are you are you good? You know, I'm uh, I'm pretty close. Okay. There, uh, I I actually uh, nobody needs to worry. Nothing's going to happen to network stuff. I did come back sooner than I should have. Oh yeah. Uh, to not to work necessarily. Like recording is not bad, but I started. I was like, I feel better. And started, you know, did my move and, and everything. And I was like, why do I feel like such shit? I, I can, I can like lift one box and I have to lay down. Like what's happening? And it's because I was still getting better and I didn't really realize it. Uh, so I'm, I'm getting there. I'm not, uh, not going to be like, you know, this may surprise you. Not going to be running any marathons anytime soon. <laughs> no, no um, absolutely not. Yeah, that COVID yeah. is sneaky, man. It's, it's still, it's very, very sneaky. Um, it's, it's fucking wild. I, I was just like, oh, I feel better, but no. It's, I um, I feel like it's unfortunate uh, that I won't be alive uh, by the time they start really figuring out how it just really fucked the human race in like 70 years, right? Like in 70 yeah. years, we're going to have so much data about how this disease just completely fucked the human race and we didn't do anything about it. And I'll be dead because I'm not going to live for another 70 years. Is this how they introduce years. mutants to the U? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is the, it. The regular U? <laughs> this is 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um that would yeah. be like if they did that in the MCU. Like you know, everybody gets COVID, <laughs> COVID. and then there's then Wolverine is there. <laughs> <laughs> hey bub, I got the solution. Hey bub, uh, I hope I get powers from this. It's it's pretty soon. Like COVID's only been around for a couple of years, so like maybe there's like a five minute or five year uh, uh, like period. period. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in five years, and then you'll become an through. inhuman. <laughs> yeah, a tremendous. You'll go through a tremendous metamorphosis, and then you'll be able to. Um, I don't know, being an inhuman, like, I feel like they have a lot more, uh, like, physically changed, uh, mm-hmm. like, members. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could go from looking like your normal person self to something drastically different. Whereas with mutants, yeah, I don't like feel like that. person. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't feel like that happens as much with, with mutants. But I don't know. I haven't really done a one-to-one comparison. So, who knows? Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. So, we're, uh, um, we're back. Thank you for, for bearing with us during our absence. Uh, we're going to finish yep. the Messiah Complex today. We've got five issues we're going to cover. Um, yeah. You want to catch, uh, catch uh, everybody a, up? A, on, a varying quality. Yeah. Well, yeah. vastly varying quality. You're right. <laughs> the, uh, but yeah. Uh, thanks for everyone for your patience. And we didn't want to like, uh, we, we just figured we'd, f- we'd finish it out since it's been a long enough wait. Um, we, we talked briefly about what we're doing next. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you're still down for this. Yeah. Uh, do you do you want to do uh, so? Yeah. If you're if you're down for it, we're gonna do the mutant massacre. Yeah. I don't think I've read. We that. got Marauders fever. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta uh, get some more Marauders. Um, also, I just want to say, uh, while we were on absence, we had a, several people reach out and say like, "Hey, if y'all need some help doing a podcast, uh, that was very very nice." And normally, I would we would always say yes to that, uh, but it just the timing on me really didn't work out because. While Gary was super sick with COVID, I was also super busy. So, yeah. Uh, but thank you for reaching out. The, the, those of you that did, I really appreciate it. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing. Like, so every uh, duck feed show has kind of found its rhythm in terms of how it handles um, life coming up. And somewhere along the line, without me and Jeremy talking about it, we just decided, oh, shit, we're real people. And that comes first. Yes. Uh, absolutely. So, like, <laughs> we will get, begin to record. And it's like, hey, man, I'm real fucking sick. Or like, hey, man. You know, I'm really stressed out. I didn't sleep last night. And the response is not like an emergency, all hands on deck. It's it's all good. Yeah. And then see you next week. <laughs> we just kinda <laughs> Yeah, see you next week. We just kinda move on from that. And it's been okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't want to be irresponsible to people who like the show. I really appreciate it and I love doing it. Like 
I miss doing it while while I was off. Um, but at the same time, also, it's just kind of the rhythm we've worked into. Yeah, exactly. You know, like WAF will never stop, but that will come out every week until I die. He's a future cast. Most every two weeks. Yeah, absolutely. You know? <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you know, 22 episodes, 20, 22 episodes, 20, 23 episodes a year. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't think people mind that much. They re- they've waited this long for Messiah Complex. They can wait it just a little bit longer. <laughs> the suspense was probably killing them. What what was Predator X up to? Yeah. Uh, he I, shows up. When does, when, did, when does Bishop get here? <laughs> what is Bishop's motivations? Oh, we're not going to answer any of those questions. <laughs> so. it, it just gets here yeah, at the end. It, there's a sequel crossover that deals with that, but it's entirely yeah. uh, headed by Yost. Like the the two creators, the New Mutants, early uh, X Force guys, mm-hmm. Yost, and, and 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 so I'm like, eh. I'm kind of curious about you know more of the story, but I don't like how they write. Yeah, that's the um, that, that's really the problem uh, when you start doing these crossover events like we've been doing. Is it just makes you want to read a bunch of X Men? Like, what happens? Like, what's going on? Like, I yeah. want to read the rest of this, and um, yeah, I I because I've already read this once and re- revisiting it, like and remembering some of the stuff that happens after this. Um, I I really it makes me just want to read a bunch of uh, modern day X Men stuff like soon because I feel like I'm missing out on a bunch of conversations from modern day X Men that I need to get into. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, there's also the fact that like there's all these crossovers and stuff that feel like important parts of X Men history. So I'm like, I want I want to know what happens there. Yeah. And then when I try to read them, they're fucking poison. <laughs> Like when I was like, what, what happened in X Necrotia? Oh, it's fucking awful. Oh, it's, it's very awful terrible. Comic. Or, you know, Jubilee, the vampire Jubilee saga. Oh, yeah. It's really bad. It's just not good. Yeah. Like the whole plan, comic. like we're going to make Wolverine a, a vampire and then he's going to like us. And Wolverine's like, nah. <laughs> yeah. I'd prefer not. And it's like, what the fuck am I even doing? Yeah. The, the, uh, so anywho. Uh, let's get into it here with X-Men 206, Chapter 9. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the cover, uh, this is Jamie Madrox really beat up. You can't really tell who it is, though, until you get into the issue. Uh, yeah, this feels a little um, like maybe they were trying to hide this a little bit. Like the, But then you immediately see everybody in this future with, a, with an M on their face. So it's like, oh, well, we know exactly what's about to happen. Yeah. Um, and just yeah, to remind folks future. at home. Uh, this the Messiah Complex is all about a, a new mutant baby that was born and a bunch of different factions trying to chase it down. Currently, Cable has her um, and mm-hmm. is doing some weird Cable stuff. The X-Men are hunting her. Marauders are hunting her. The Purifiers have all kind of just been purified. We're not going to really deal with them anymore. Thank God. They're, uh, they're out. Yeah. yeah. They, got, they got killed in the last issue where we lost Caliban, mm-hmm. uh, which matters in this issue. Yes. Uh, and then goes away. <laughs> and then doesn't. And then immediately doesn't. And then they just literally yeah. stuff him in a locker and they just don't talk it's about him anymore. Very funny. <laughs> he gets stuffed in, well, we'll get to it. He gets stuffed in a locker and Cyclops is like, stuff him in a locker with respect. Do the next respect. On the Merlin podcast uh, that I do, uh, there was a scene where a guy is getting drug out of a cage, um, actually by Tywin Lannister, um, oh. and, and put onto a, uh, like a, like a, a pyre. He's being burned for being a witch. And King Arthur or Prince Arthur at the time is like, hey, be respectful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. I love that. Respect Um, to be very respectful in a way of doing absolutely the worst thing. (laughs) So we're going to catch up with uh, Jamie Madrix, who has gone to the future. Uh, Cyclops had a plan to send um, his multiples into branching timelines to get information. Um, And then then immediately the current Jamie just like went to a coma and he drug uh, Layla 
with him. Le- Layla dived into the the teleporter with him yeah. at the last moment, uh, which is part of what fucked everything up. Yeah. Uh, so they're in the future. We don't know exactly what future it is yet, but this is where we find out. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in this processing facility where they are shaving uh, Jamie's head and basically just breaking him down. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of them being shitheads uh, in this, you know, showing how gross they are. Uh, they show him, they show Layla being forced to shower in front of guards, you know, and just, uh, they're just, you know, being abused. It's, it's prison. It's all shit. Yes. You know, absolutely. Um, and it's kind of like stereotypical stuff. And of course, you know, Jamie is very, very concerned about Layla, but they're not letting them be together. Uh, and Jamie gets brought into a, this kind of facility where he's strapped to a table and a dude with a, like... <laughs> bandolier of tattoo needles which if i ever went to go get <laughs> a tattoo women, dude. and the dude was yeah. like had had a strap of needles i'd be like you know what wrong place yeah. <laughs> i made, made a yeah. mistake <laughs> i thought this was a kroger <laughs> my bad yeah like i'm out uh do you sell vape stuff here there's a lot of crossover but uh so the he's very respected he the marker is not his name it's a position mm-hmm. uh and we're gonna find out what these guys do but first we have to deal with the <laughs> decomposing cadaver of Caliban and how it should be stuffed into a locker as the X-Men uh, land in Canada where there was a fight between the purifiers and uh, the cable uh, and the marauders, and uh, new mutants, somebody or the uh, X-Force. X-Force. Yeah. The X-Force yeah. team that as it exists right now. Um, and our boy, um, um, Warpath. Warpath. I was. I knew I was going to say the wrong one. So thank you for jumping in there. Uh, Warpath is yep. extremely upset because Caliban sacrificed himself to save Warpath um, in a move that I think at the time we called pretty like, "What are you doing, Caliban?" Yeah. <laughs> that dude seems pretty strong. <laughs> he could probably just take the hit. Um, yeah, he he can regenerate all pretty well. And you sniff mutants. <laughs> yeah, you you have a super here. smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. You should have been in the locker when you already before you died. They should have stuffed <laughs> you in there before the fight. <laughs> Bench him respectfully. He doesn't have good powers. Yeah, he like, doesn't have combat powers. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, but no, I can do um, a karate chop. Like, no, you can't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just assumed I could. Well, I can read lips. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Damn it, Caliban. Um, and Hetzabot, who is uh, Warpath's girlfriend, is trying to like calm him down, and it's it's just not working. He's he's extremely upset. Uh, Cyclops makes the scene and wants to be um, wants wants the download from from Wolverine about what happened. Um, and Wolverine just has a casual like, "We met the enemy. We did them harm." <laughs> kind of, and I'm like, okay, yeah. but more specific, please. Is Cable alive? <laughs> yeah, we, we got played by Cable though. Mm-hmm. And X twenty three points out like you know Cable was protecting uh, the baby. Cyclops doesn't respond to that. This is yeah. kind of uh, going to be his personal arc during this. Um, they're scanning. They're trying to figure out where he's going. They figure out which direction he's going, but they can't get an actual bead on him yeah. uh, there. Here's where he says, Guido Warpath, put Caliban's body into the aft storage locker <laughs> and do it with respect. He died in X-Man. Uh, the aft storage locker. The aft storage what locker. What a place of honor. Like They're going to have to name it Caliban's uh, locker from now on, right? Like, Caliban's it can't be Cove, just, yeah. Caliban's just... Cove. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, uh, Imagine Warpath going up to it and being like, oh, you know, just getting a jacket out of it and just breaking down into tears, right? <laughs> Praying at the aft storage locker. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's it's so I don't there might have been more stuff to establish Caliban and Warpath's relationship that I didn't see. It just feels silly to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Cyclops says he has another, you know, he has another way he's going to pinpoint. And we go back to uh, some of the new mutants 
in Stefford Cuckoo's doing some stuff, giving him his uh, his old knowledge back so he can repair Cerebro. Yeah, giving Prodigy his old knowledge back. Um, yeah. and and they're they're doing the thing. That's just kind of a one page thing. When um, then we jump over to Cable, uh, who is uh just doing doing crime I like this guy for just it, doing some crime like he's feeding the baby a bottle which like where did you get that bottle cable i'm dying to know sure um yeah but also like it's just a techno organic sti- body bottle body bottle <laughs> sure he created a body bottle out of his super arm oh god that's that's just called a nipple yeah. Harry. that's just a yeah. nipple <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call those. There's a lot yeah. of legislation on whether cable can breastfeed in public. Uh, they're not for Chest me. Feed. <laughs> yeah. not, from, not from this guy. <laughs> not in South Louisiana. Vote yes on Prop 203. Um, <laughs> Should the, cable uh, milk? <laughs> I have I have nipple cyclops. Can you milk me? Um, the, uh, but I, I like him with the baby. You know, like it's mm-hmm. kind of cute. Like whenever he's talking to the baby, like I don't know, he's kind of a sweetheart. Yeah, absolutely. during it, the crime he does is he takes the big risk of standing in front of a semi truck and knowing it will stop, so he can terminator to it, like just pull the guy out of the truck and steal his his car. Yeah, um, I like the fact that they just make this a Mac truck. Like it's not like a it's not not like mm-hmm. a Jack truck or something. You know, how sometimes they subtly change the logos or whatever. It's like yeah. no, 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 this is a Mac truck. Um, yeah. And he and he is off to yeah. Dallas, uh, where we know is the home of Forge. So we, we kind of figure yep. out where he's going pretty quickly. Uh, we jump into the future, uh, where the marker who has taken off his hat to show off of his cool tribal skull tattoos. and um, it's, is It's the same tattoos that the Vanisher gets. Oh, really? At some point. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, this looks like the Vanisher kind of, but he's older. So I, I don't know if this, that's going to come back or if it's just a weird coincidence or if the there's Vanisher, a subtle difference between the tattoos. But um, yeah. no, his name is Telford Porter. Boy, someone's going to the fucking yeah, source. Yeah, Tel- a Porter. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I was I was curious if his name was Whitman because it's you know that's what they said this dude's yeah. name was, but nope, not at all. Yeah, just a coincidence. But he might have the same tattoos. I don't. I wasn't up on Vanisher lore. Uh, he's explaining that this tattoo, you have to have that tattoo without anesthesia because it's actually tattooing your dna like it doesn't just write on your skin it's a virus that forever marks you uh, which is also what a tattoo does yes forever mark you uh, <laughs> as we all know it goes through time uh, it's, it's very confusing tattoo as we all know you know anesthetic blocks access to your dna during a tattoo so we have to do this yeah. like this all just screams like i just want to do it with, with and have you be in pain while i'm doing it um they really push that push that button yeah you know um, yeah. when he's all done and we still have not seen his face, even though I think everybody knows what's about to happen. Um, she, Jamie asked for Layla and he's like, and the marker is like, Oh good God, she's not here. She's getting, she's getting processed by a female marker. We're not animals. <laughs> like as they're yeah. forcefully tattooing a, a, a group of <laughs> mutants with a, you know, a logo. Not good for their DNA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, back on the blackboard, blackbird. Uh, they're flying. M is talking to Warpath, and he's doing the Crashmore uh, thing. Like she, she's just like you know, Cyclops meant it. We are going to give Caliban a decent burial and honor him. Uh, and he says there are going to be a lot more people that need burying by then. You know, don't save any cages, Chief. I'm going to put a bull in each one of those motherfuckers. <laughs> um, they finally um, get Cerebro yeah. back up and running. Um, or no, they are almost ready to get Cerebro back up and running. Yeah. Uh, and they are just kind of flying south. And, um, you know, Bobby is like, I don't even like understand what Cable is doing. And we have this flashback to 
I guess maybe I, I probably read the Adventures this. of Cyclops and Jean Grey. And Jean, Jean Grey, Grey and I had to have read this, but yeah. like seeing these like in the seeing these like flashback panels, I was like, mm, maybe I want to read this. <laughs> it's it's pretty bad. Like it's real '90s, and it, it has to do a lot with the Ascani, mm-hmm. who are the future cult that raised Cable, and they're very boring to me okay. uh, personally. Um, but like I, I like the way that this handles it, where it's like this is him giving up his son in the first place. We just get to have the event. We don't have to deal with like all of the dumb lore, you know, this is giving us exactly what we need, which is to know that remind us that Cyclops gave up his son uh, to the future to be raised by shitty monks. Um, He's thinking about this. It's going to play in later. Um, And he's basically saying, I don't trust cable. Like he's got a shitty record. We got to find out. Yeah. Um, we go back to Cerebra, they test it, it works, the, the cuckoos can use it, they log on to the mutant net mm-hmm. uh, and look around and they find, uh, find Cable. Uh, specifically, he's in Texas, heading towards Forge, so the X-Men start heading there, and Cyclops makes a big tactical mistake here. Uh, he says, put out a general alarm, anyone who's close, who can get there, will know what he's looking for. Uh, we're going to find out, this alerts somebody who, uh, he, you know, Ultimately, it's bad that he got alerted. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cut over to Cable, who is entering a building in the only way that he knows how, which is driving a Mack truck through the front door. Um, God, I love it. it it's so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it's a door. It opens, my man. There's a like an excessively long uh, rap song by a guy named Sage Francis who uh, talks about this career criminal who was known for like stealing trucks. And it's a very sad story about him like breaking out of jail to uh, and then stealing more trucks to go see his like sick dad and then he gets arrested again and then it happens to his mom and then he gets arrested again. Okay. Uh, but there's a line in there about him like crashing the Walmart truck like 150 feet away from his mom's house and I'm like, Cable did it better. He got right to the front door. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, just, I don't know why it just reminds me of this if he's just crashing a Mack truck just to get somewhere. Um, and so yeah, he breaks into Forge's place and he has this dialogue of like, hey Forge, I know you know, you're not shooting at me right now which is why I, you know, I, you, you, know I, you can trust me. I just need some time machine parts and I'll be out of your hair. And I'm sorry about your front door. My bad. It, it doesn't, uh, I, this is uh, Mike Carey writing this issue. And I think that like, he's does not have a good handle on cable's voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's seriously, I need a time machine in the worst way. It's a little like Joss Whedon-y for yeah. cable. Yeah. I, I think so too. Uh, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he gets up there and he goes to try to find forge, but forge has already been shot. Uh, he kneels to check out forge and gets shot in the back. Uh, by whom we will find out soon enough. Yep. Uh, but first we have to go to the future and get some more uh, brutalization of one Jamie Madrox uh, before he is uh, kind of thrown in with the rest of the mutants. And it's finally revealed uh, the tattoo on his face is the M, just like the Bishop has. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Um, yep. Uh, everyone's uh, checking in on him a little bit. They're like, let mutants handle their own. Uh, let's not take him to a doctor. Again, just doing the Oz stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. and. Uh, one of the guys says, you know, it's a, it, the tattoo stops hurting after a little bit unless it gets infected and until something else tries to kill you. And this cuts over to a, a very funny panel in a vacuum. Uh, Bishop <laughs> standing over a baby pointing a gun at it. Uh, and the baby just being like, <laughs> the baby, hey, I'm a baby. <laughs> yeah, sir, I am a baby. <laughs> what are you doing, Bishop? Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, you know, this is just... I feel like sometimes with these crossover events, um, when I the mm-hmm. more I read of them, the more like 
they really want to like do the trick. They want to like surprise you or like have that moment of like <gasps> that kind of thing. And I feel like it would be yeah, better the, if they the just wham. didn't do that. Try to do that with every single issue. And I, maybe that's just like me complaining about it, comics as a whole at this point because I think they were trying since <clears throat> the way that they're published and delivered to people nowadays. Like they want people to have that last page reveal so you come back and buy the next comic. But reading it like you and I do, it just it's just like okay. <laughs> next yeah yeah it doesn't it doesn't do a whole lot yeah it doesn't resonate like have as these much. little stings yeah it's a it's a little silly and in various like comics do it more some comics do it more than others yeah mm-hmm. like some are better at it uh this is this is important this is the missing piece that cyclops and everyone was talking about like there's something we're missing uh it's bishop yep and we're gonna find out a little bit about why he's doing this in the future storyline that's the uh the point of the storyline but not until we move over into uncanny x-men 494 Chapter 10, uh, written by Ed Brubaker and Philip Tan, doing the art uh, here. And it basically picks up right after. Yeah, cool cover. Uh, this uh, is just like a you know, classic X-Men team cover. Everybody posing and being, being, being rad. Um, mm-hmm. I just really like the art on it. Like, I think it just looks really cool. Yeah, good. good uh, David, David Finch is good at doing these pinup yeah. kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we get yeah. over to the baby crying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, just, you know, uh, how bad do you have to be to, sh- to shoot a baby? <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. He did, nobody quite does it. Yeah. But there's a lot of attempted baby murders in this uh, this thing. I like the baby's uh, tiny little DC superhero diaper. Yeah. The like, stars. it looks like something that, like, you know, one of, like, one of the Raven's boyfriend would wear in the New Teen Titans or something. <laughs> sure. You know? Why is he wearing a diaper, though? I don't understand. Because <laughs> he's a baby. No, I mean, like, he'd just be wearing little tights. He's a teenager. Like, he would, he'd be wearing this with tiny, like, uh Oh, like he's, he's rocking the pattern, not the diaper. Okay, now I get it. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to anger the Nightwing <laughs> community if you say the Nightwing wears we're a diaper. The t- <laughs> we're the Tween Titans. Uh, yeah. You know that, uh, I mean, yeah. Batman has definitely, like, thought about having, like, a, just a waste processing suit, right? Like, he's got to, like, oh. he's just that kind of dude. I assume Batman just pisses and shits himself. Constantly, yeah. And just deals with it later, yeah. Yeah. There was um, a very famous, like, a, a controversy that came where Kevin Smith was writing Batman. And it uh, drew a lot of attention because in it, Batman, uh, he opens up, like, a door that has a fire behind it. And there's a backdraft. And the sudden rush of heat. And he admits to to Robin or someone that it made him piss. And he's like, Batman <laughs> is saying to, to to Robin, like, you know how when it suddenly gets much hotter and you pee? And and Robin's like, Yeah, I have, I have had that happen. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it was yeah, such a so... good, like, what are you talking about, Kevin Smith? Kevin, what are That's you doing? That's not a real thing. That's just you, man. You gotta go to a doctor. Please stop <laughs> tweeting about your wife's uh private parts and, and perfect uh, yeah. taint brown area. The uh it reminded my friend Austin, who was just like, yeah, you know, how you piss, you shit yourself a couple times a year. Nope. And like nobody said yes. I, when that happens, it's one of my favorite things in the world. Oh, man. Like, you know, how whenever it gets hot, you pee, piss yourself. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not that's no, not Kevin an experience. Smith. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. I saw a random mm. tweet from a guy doing a run on, on the Batman comics. Um and he was responding to somebody making a joke that Batman would like make a pun or whatever. And he was like, actually DC wouldn't let me, DC told me that Batman is not the kind of guy that does puns because I wanted him to call his satellites battleites and they wouldn't let me use the line <laughs> unless I gave it to Alfred. <laughs> Just like, God damn. Imagine being the guy at DC. That's like, Nope, can't, we can't make a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Batman's yeah, Batman's too serious. <laughs> Alfred is Batman. the heat sink for this. Uh, that's so good. Uh, so Bishop's 
over the baby about to kill him and the baby gives him uh philip tan is definitely the worst at drawing this baby uh, <laughs> gives him uh stops crying and makes eye contact so bishop can't summarily execute him how much does the baby just um, look like fucking jason alexander right like it just looks like george <laughs> <laughs> in this frame in this one it just looks like fucking he's could just go to the diner on seinfeld no problem yeah art vandalibi um <laughs> the uh this delay is important though because it stops Bishop from killing the baby long enough for the Marauders to pop up. Yep. Gabbit's back, everybody. Um, and Gabbit is like, oh, you're a bad guy. What? Okay. I, I was wondering when you would show your true colors. Because Bishop has always had this like on-again, off-again relationship with the X-Men as far as being on their team versus off their team. And I guess in the current like situation, he's very much an X-Man. He is on the team doing some X-Men shit. He, he's on the team, but he's connected to their Sentinel overlords. Yeah. You know, and, and Gambit and him specifically have this relationship because of uh, his origin story when he came back in time and he had like talked to somebody called The Witness, which was Gambit who saw the X-Men die. So he assumed Gambit did it. And then the payoff for this was that Gambit hired the Marauders. Uh, all weird, silly 90s, complicated yes. plot shit. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we're going to fight for a little the, bit. Uh, the, yeah, the Marauders fuck up uh, Bishop. You know, they zap him. There's some really cool art stuff of mm-hmm. uh, Vertigo makes him dizzy and the way the art makes his like head swirl yeah, and stuff looks really cool. Um, I like, uh, how Vertigo says, take him out before he blocks me out. And the way he blocks her out is by shooting her in the face. <laughs> yes. He's like, gotcha. you talking about? Um, yeah. He didn't psychically fight you off. <laughs> like, and, uh, know? sunspot manages to grab him. Um, and is like pulling him off away from the baby. Uh, well, um, I actually don't know who this chick is. I don't remember her, her name. Um, I don't remember who she is yeah. either. Random um, marauder person oh. uh, grabs the baby and, as Bishop and Gambit kind of go into <laughs> a big fight. And they, uh, Bish, excuse me, Gambit kind of shows, throws some cards at him. He explodes and then Sunspot like bashes him in the, in the back to make him pass out, basically. They just, they fuck this dude up is what happens. Yeah. Bishop absorbs power, so none of this stuff is going to kill him. They're just trying to slow him down. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, what Gambit does is he throws a card uh, to collapse rubble onto him. Yeah. You know, because uh, hitting him with energy is not going to kill him. He's yep. just absorbing it. Um, but he's, di- he's disabled now. Um, Sunfire is like, we should kill him. And Gambit's like, no, the X-Men are going to be here soon. We got to get out of here. Yep. Uh, baby's okay. Why the fuck did Bishop want to kill that baby? Why did Bishop want to kill that baby? Uh, I still don't know to this day. I still do not, it, it, do, not do not understand. He, he, they explain it here in a second. Baby Bishop talks about it here in, in a moment in the future. Uh, we're going to get there. We go back to the future where uh, Madrox is. There's, I think they play this too much, just how trying to show how shitty this future is. I think it's to justify Bishop, mm-hmm. you know, but he's just walking around ask, trying to find Layla, getting the shit beat out of him for no reason. He finds Layla, and Layla's like, come on, I know why we're here. This is where Lucas B- Bishop grew up, yeah. and we've got to go talk to him. And we see so, w- little baby Bishop. Yeah. We baby Bishop. So the idea being, uh, you know, their purpose, which she did not know why she was in the future, was going to be to talk Bishop out of this. They do not succeed at that. Uh, but Bishop is going to explain, baby Bishop is going to explain why he might have an animus for the child. Yeah. Here. Um, but um, until then... Uh, we go back to uh-oh. my uh, my dog might start barking a little bit. Sorry about that. Just in advance, That's okay. everybody. Um, I'll try to edit out those barks as much as possible. Um, Bishop wakes up, steals the steals the plane, um, mm-hmm. or just leaves in his own X jet. I guess. Well, it's when the X Men are arriving. 
Because they, they're talking to each other. I really oh, like this yeah, because Bishop just right. lies about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He's sorry. like, uh, yeah, when I got here, Cable had already taken out Forge, you know? We fought. like, And then the Marauders showed up. Like, he's, you know, he's just lying. Yeah. Uh, and Scott buys it because Scott uh, has this huge blind spot. When it comes to Cable, he's willing to believe the worst about him. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, they, they, you know, Forge is also now on like the medical table, just like Jamie Madrix is, and they can't really get a reading on on Jamie Madrix at all. Uh, like Emma can't communicate with him because he's, you know, basically brain dead right now. Since his, you know, he's basically his soul is in the future. They don't say that, but his soul is in yes. the future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, Cyclops w- welcomes Bishop back to the team and starts giving orders. You know, Logan, take Bishop and X Force. Uh, go in his Blackbird because it's faster. Um, you know, get in the air. I don't know where you're going, but find, we're going to find out. Um, there's a little bit with uh, Warpath trying to protect Hepzibah because after Caliban died, he's like, you can't go. I, I feel like Hepzibah dying is not really laying track for, or Caliban dying is not laying track for Hepzibah dying. No, not uh, at all. She's got super agility and stuff. Yeah, Caliban just was, I mean, th- he was just a, a dude that could like sense mutants. That was his old, I mean, like it, Hepzibah is a sp- Space alien <laughs> that's yeah, who's mastered it, many forms of combat. <laughs> it's it's we're joking about this a lot, but it's actually I think a pretty dumb thing. Like it reminds me, uh, one of my you know the first X Men crossover I read, one of my favorites is uh, da, 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 Extinction Agenda, mm-hmm. which uh, Warpath dies, but it happened right after Doug Ramsey died for the uh, the first time, and they talked about it, like they dealt with it. They weren't like. You know, he was an X Man. Let's give him honor. They were like, his power was languages. Why the fuck did we have him on the field at all? Yeah, yeah. You know, we we used him because he could talk to Warlock, and we needed that. But that was a mistake. Like, they actually reckoned with the fact that they threw a non-combatant at the fucking purifier. You know, or like the equivalent of the purifiers mm-hmm. in that. Uh, and it was the it was the right. It was like uh, Cameron Hodges' anti mutant thing. So it's a sim- really similar thing. Here, everyone is just sad and says he was an X Man, but nobody says why the fuck was he on the team? Yeah, yeah. You know the field team. Um, and it's something so, that's going to come up again uh, because towards the end of these issues that we're covering, like Cyclops puts the order into like have the kids fight the Marauders or whatever, which is going to set up some other bullshit in the future, right? Of just Cyclops being willing to do that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah. I don't think this. I don't think this is related to that at all. And I, they never, I, as far as I know, they never deal with it. Um, also, it's I mean, also just to, to head off anybody who is screaming into their podcast. Some point, sometimes Caliban does have superpowers and is super strong and stuff. This is little skinny, shitty Caliban. It's yes. not like super strong horseman of apocalypse Caliban. Mm-hmm. So. Also, I just want to call your attention to Hetzibah since we're talking about her a little bit uh, and the hole she made in her denim jeans uh, for her tail. Mm-hmm. And just yes. the logistics of threading that needle through there. You know what I'm saying? Like you pull, I, you pull up the jeans. It's like three yep. quarters of the way up your ass. You reach back and grab the end of your tail. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like just the whole. Yeah. And that's a very small hole. So you're like, you're pulling like. I, <laughs> it, it looks like it would hurt. It does uh, look and like I it would hurt. Cyclops feels weird about that all over because this is his dad's ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Who's now dating uh, Warpath. Yeah. You know, this this guy who's just there and she's, you know, wearing the super sexy, you know, jeans. I don't know. The whole thing is very strange, but that the, the jeans are too tight to pull a tail through. Yeah. My you ex know? stepmom is yeah. dating one of my students is a is a headline in Cyclops' yeah. life. The the students who student whose older brother I got killed. <laughs> uh, the, uh, it's never yeah, easy no, with the no X Men. Um Yeah. 
This is like your your uncle? What am I now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I am so, my own <laughs> mutant grandpa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I don't have to do this. Cyclops um, puts, excuse me, Wolverine puts it into this whole conversation by saying like, hey, it's my team and I'll, I say who goes and Hedzabot goes. Like, you don't get a say in this. Yeah. Um, I chose to say Caliban had to go. Yes. <laughs> and I, I'm not going to deal with that, but now I'm saying Hedzabot has to go. Everyone you love will die at the hands of missions. I guarantee it. Or Bath. Um, and so we jump over um, to the Xavier Institute where um, the Sefer Cuckoos are doing Cerebro stuff as well as uh, Prodigy as they are also doing Cerebro stuff. They seem to be like kind of complimenting Prodigy. Like he's pretty good for a guy. Um, he's almost as smart as a girl, that kind of stuff, um, which is, you know, yeah. it's cool, whatever. Yeah, It's cute. Uh, they basically, they can't lock onto the baby. So they're, uh, they talk to Emma Frost who's like, hey, lock onto the people who have the baby, lock onto the Marauders. Uh, and Cyclops is like, don't forget Cable. Like also lock onto him because that guy is a problem. Yes, uh, and um, we we cut to the outskirts of Dallas where he is um, sneaking in. the The way that they so he is he's hidden the blackbird in like some woods. Um, mm-hmm. This is very funny to me because it looks like there's netting on the blackbird. Yeah, how it's long? Not, it's not a stealth system or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I think you got it right away. Yeah, yeah. Like these things yeah. are like advanced. Do you think he just doesn't know where the stealth button is on the thing? Like, like how? Where did also, he get the like, netting? He just he just moved Caliban's lifeless corpse out of the way to get the netting and the aft storage. Like <laughs> every blackbird has a bunch of this like gilly stuff for stealth capping. Oh wow, you know? wow, wow, wow! Once once packed a, a or parked a blackbird in a roundabout in a major city for two days and no one noticed. You know, absolutely welcome amazing, to my youtube dude. uh jesus so he go he gets on the ship um and it's he's kind of just thinking like the stakes are high i couldn't make this happen it's time for plan b and he reaches out to none other than professor xavier uh who yep. is shocked to hear from uh cable but is obviously open to talking because that's what xavier does when he's not uh chopping the cyclops off at the knees <laughs> he's just like yeah yeah it, it bringing him back into the fold is going to uh do the uh, uh kind of resolve that arc yes the beginning tension between cyclops and uh professor xavier i really like that before cable can telepathically message xavier he presses a little button on his arm yeah yes it's not a communicator because he's doing it telepathically he's like turning off his scrambler his thing. telepathic screening or something yeah, yeah. well because they, they haven't been able to track cable this whole time like he's had some sort of like cerebro hide me device or whatever um he just turned that, the that's wi-fi a three inch button on his arm yeah dude you gotta have <laughs> it's a huge glowing button cable likes tactile <laughs> buttons my man like what do you want <laughs> he's, he's got a cherry cherry switches in his uh his psychic inhibitor. The uh, the best TikTok account that I follow is um, a TikTok account that's called Hazard Lights, I think. And it's okay. just videos of different cars turning on their hazard lights. And that's it. Ooh. There's no talking. There's no music. It's just like a, like however you click the button and then whatever noise it makes when the hazard lights are on, which is like fascinating to me. I know you don't drive much, but like just that weird like click, click, click noise can be so dramatically different from vehicle to vehicle. And it's super interesting i feel like cable and me have, it's very would have, satisfying would have that in common of being like yeah the hazard light tick tock that's what i'm into <laughs> yeah yep yep uh um so this is the end of the, the issue bringing yeah. xavier back into the fold that's our our little button uh works better than the dun 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 of uh bishop mm-hmm. uh, this moves us into x factor issue 27 i got cover with cable gambit uh, Xavier and then like a very constipated sinister. What is happening like with sinister space, my man? <laughs> this yeah. is intense. This is real, real He's intense. Got problems. 
Um, he's yeah. he's he's excited. We also have Jamie and Layla in the and you know the the oh yeah can't concentration in the background in the background. Um, and we're gonna jump right to there where they are trying to talk to uh Bishop from the f- young Bishop who is in the future uh, who is not having it and kind of sets him up to be uh like kind of knocks him into one of the guards so that the guard hits Layla on top of the head. Um, but they yep. chase him down and eventually like get an explanation out of him about why, um, you know, about what is, what has happened in this future. Uh, and it's yes. not great. It's, it's, it's not a great explanation. The idea here is like, Oh, you're those mutants who think that the mutant that was born was special. You're destiny freaks. Uh, and he talks about how, uh, you know, 80 years ago, uh, all the destiny freaks vanished. Uh, you know, so he's talking about uh, decimation. Uh, and it would have been great if they stayed that way, but no, they kept pushing. More mutants came along, and that's what caused this future, basically. Yes. Also, the mutant in question, the Messiah, uh, until the Messiah killed a million humans. So basically, it's all bishop, classic bishop stuff, but this is him as a kid being like, the thing that's known as the Messiah killed all the humans and started this reality. So that is why adult Bishop wants to kill the baby to stop yes. it from killing a, a million humans and causing his parents to die in a concentration camp yes. and stuff. Uh, perfectly fine motivation for a Bishop uh, needs to be explored more. And like, I don't know, it's hard for me to imagine hope killing a million humans. Maybe they answered that question uh, and it's in the Messiah war or whatever the sequel to this. <laughs> I do not know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, that's, that's part of the weird thing about going kind of backwards the way we did with doing AVX and then coming back and doing this. It's like, we kind of know the end game for all of this stuff. And it, like a lot of the pieces don't quite match up as, as neatly as you might want to, which is the nature of comic book crossovers, right? Like you have a bunch of different writers with a bunch of different ideas. Like you're never going to make it perfect, but um, knowing like what hope is, uh, which is, you know, the savior of mutant kind, right? Like she's, and she was supposed to be the host of the Phoenix. She was the host of the Phoenix and she's going to basically spawn the mutant gene again um is real weird because i guess it i guess that makes some sense because it could have gone the other way right like if she got the phoenix she could have done the wrong thing and like destroyed the planet so i guess yeah maybe it does make it it just it's a weird thing though because uh future reading in in comics is strange Mm -hmm. uh because like it wasn't it was never hope who was going to do that yeah it's like the avengers went and fucked it up and the x-men fucked it up and like you know hope was innocent the whole time basically of it so wherever bishop got his history like it was it was never accurate but i guess he's just from a reality where hope is a worse person there's infinite realities gary that's the that's the bummer about realities (laughs) it's the multiverse as we're in the multiversal saga we are in the multiversal Uh, saga uh this all ends with bishop running away and the guard that uh, bishop pushed layla into uh confronting jamie and layla saying hey where is the grenade that you that you grabbed off of me um, and you know, as Jamie's like grenade, what are you talking about? Layla apologizes, drops the grenade and says, I'm sorry, this is, this is the only way. Um, and like he explodes and then we zap right yeah. back, in, back in the past to Dallas, Texas, uh, where, um, Cyclops is doing the thinking face emoji with his face, which is really funny to me. <laughs> Something we missed earlier that was established was that Layla Miller, uh, saw that she survives. Uh, this this all gets worked out in X Factor. Uh, I can't remember exactly how, but I, I was reading that at the time. It's good. Uh, it's, I time. actually really like all yeah. of the Layla Miller, Jamie Madrox stuff. Like it's it's really like they they, they, they they were real like sweet job with that that relationship. I think. Yeah, uh, Cyclops is back. He's still saying like, "Hey, there's something we're missing." 
Um, the girls have found cable because he's turned off his thing. Uh, so they, uh, he radios the X-Force and Bishop to tell him where to go, you know, and it turns out Muir Island or not cable where the babies are, where the Marauders are yes. because Gambit was, uh, reaching out and, uh, it's Muir Island. Uh, they're heading there for the big climax on a couple issues. Um, we get a scene I, I like where Siren, uh, is over Jamie and she's praying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it where she's like, you know, I know they say you don't give people more than they can handle, but honestly you're pushing it, uh, which is a very human, uh, thing for a prayer, uh, to, to say like, Hey man, you're on fucking notice. Um, you know, we need a win here. Bring Jamie back. We want him back. And Jamie comes back because his future doppelganger got blown up. Yes. Um, I also love how Siren uh, says, Scott, everybody get in here. Scream! <laughs> Does this yell. Uh, I mean, like, if you if you only have a hammer, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you need to yeah. get people's attention, this this is the way to do it. Um, everybody Turn comes yourself into a human alarm. Uh, like. Everybody comes running in, and Jamie has woken up. Uh, and between the first panel where he opens his eyes and the next panel where we see him, the M is on his face. So, like, you mentioned that the tattoo is going to be a time-traveling tattoo. Uh real weird and i don't care how this works i don't want an explanation for how this works because i just think it's kind of cool <laughs> like i don't they, I just, don't, they just want another person with an m on their face yeah exactly that's it you know uh, yeah <clears throat> uh but the important thing is he wakes up and he goes where's bishop yes. you know cluing them in like hey bishop may not be good with this <clears throat> we uh we cut over to uh the psychic tape where uh charles xavier is talking to cable kind of making small talk with him and Cable eventually realizes, like, why, why are we just having small talk? And why are we on my old ship? And Xavier reveals, like, I've, I've just put you somewhere comfortable to take your mind off the pain. Uh, and then we cut to a pretty badass thing of Xavier uh, with his sleeves rolled up. I love sleeve rolled up, Xavier. Oh, yeah. Working uh, man, Xavier. Blue collar, Xavier, <laughs> out here in the, Blue collar, the, the grunts. We can do it. <laughs> uh, doing surgery on Cable's arm. Yeah. I did not know that this is something that Xavier would know how to do. Uh, but he can apparently fix super advanced techno organics. Sure. Why not? It, it, you know why? Yeah. It's because it has old school tactile buttons and he knows exactly what they do. They're all That's labeled correctly. <laughs> 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 Xavier puts together old arcade machines in his spare time. A hundred percent. Dude, Xavier would be yeah. the worst pinball nerd of all time. <laughs> like, yeah, just wanted, absolutely. Oh, he lo- fucking loves Moon Patrol. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> Um, and he basically um, tells Cable to like sit down and shut up while I fix you, and then you're gonna tell me all about what's going on. Um, and then we yep. s- jump back over to Dallas, uh, where they're kind of trying to put the pieces together and realizing that Bishop had access to the Sentinels. Um, he had ties yep. to the O and E. Um, he showed up right after like this whole thing kind of popped off uh, when when Cable showed up. Like you know, we we have to assume like Cyclops is like we have to assume both of them were working against us at this point. Yep. Uh, Madrox comes in and says like, Hey, we have to go back to the future and get Layla uh, right now. Uh, and basically he just gets put to sleep. Like yes. you, you go deal with that in your own comic. Uh, <laughs> we don't, we, we don't have time for right this in this crossover. What was yeah. that? What was that really bad? Uh, destiny? Or was it destiny line? Uh, where like, I don't even have time to tell you the stuff that I need to tell you or whatever that, that were really horrible oh, yeah. line from the game. <laughs> Very much just like, shut up, go to your own comic. <laughs> we don't need you here anymore. With, this next scene is pretty ridiculous too, because Cable and Xavier go back and forth, just kind of establishing what they think of each other, mm-hmm. which is which is fine. But it just ends with him being like Cable being like, "We don't have time for this. Just read my fucking mind. You already did it." And then Xavier being like, "Yeah, I did." <laughs> but we spend a couple pages of them like 
yeah, talking it's like, about it. It's like for it's like who is yeah. hungry for the Xavier Cable relationship establishment, right? Yeah. Like I, I, I bet they haven't had like a whole lot of like alone time in the comic books. Um, but I, I like yeah. who, who was looking for it though. Like I don't need this at, at all. It was really I like them teaming up a whole lot, and I kind of wish this was fast track to just be like, oh, now I, I was, like it'd be much cooler to me if Xavier like was right his mind and went, oh. Yeah, I'll help. And like yeah. didn't didn't reveal anything we didn't, and didn't talk tell about. Us. Yeah, it didn't yeah, tell we, us at all. Yeah. It's a there's something interesting there with Scott being like Xavier's surrogate son. Yeah. And Cable yeah. being his son. Like there's something there, but I don't think this is great. Uh he basically says, like, hey, you unleashed those sentinels on us. You know, uh, you fucked everything up. You're supposed to be dead. You did a bunch of bad shit. Cable just keeps saying, you know, the baby's really important. We don't have time for this until eventually he says, like, you know, we have to, you know, I should have come to you. I didn't. Uh, we had to get that baby. And Scott kind of smart. Uh, Xavier says, I already have reprogrammed our route. <laughs> He's just, like, <laughs> playing mind games with them. You know, it's very Watchmen, uh, right? Like, oh, this happened oh, 30 yeah. minutes ago. Like, it's, it's what it feels like. It's echoing a little bit and it just doesn't work as he, well here at all. He wants Cable to wear himself out. Uh, really great. Uh, we cut over to Muir Island uh, where I like Gambit to Karen for the baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know, I bet you Gambit's one of those guys who'd be good with babies. Sure, you know, um, you never know. I mean, like, who's gonna be good with a baby? Gambit does not practice safe sex, as we have established many, many times. So Gambit, <laughs> like, Gambit is a lot of Gambit women's baby daddy. His, is what I'm Gambit saying. Gambit go with many of his sons, but not all. <laughs> baby got a lot of <laughs> Gambit got a lot of children. Gambit has no son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, that does not sound like Gambit's problem. <laughs> uh, Gambit gave you child support last month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again? <laughs> Why does month come up again? Gambit do not care whether it is the first of the month. Gambit only buy <laughs> Xbox for Gambit kid. Gambit not care about any of your other kids. <laughs> <laughs> Them not play with it. No how. Um Gambit only bring the, Gambit the, kid to Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh they're on the island here and Gambit's right, you know, saying like, Hey, you're, you're bell of the ball right now. Every single person, important person is going to meet you, which is true. Like this is after decimation. Basically all the mutants are going to come to this island. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, where all the marauders are. He's walking inside. He sees sinister, you know, I, I love sinister introducing himself to the baby. <laughs> like pleasure to meet you. <laughs> A pleasure to meet you child. <laughs> uh, and he, uh, sinister tells the marauders go prepare for the X-Men. And then the twist is, uh, they come in there and Sinister is not Sinister, is Mystique holding the baby. And we see Sinister is like desiccated corpse on the ground. Yeah. Uh, we're going to find out why this happened here in a moment. Yep. Um, until then, we have to jump back over to the school because we have to wrap up a <sighs> real dumb plot line. Or not wrap it up, but we, have to, we, have, to, yeah, we have, to, have to get back into the dumbest plot line of this whole thing, which is Predator X. Um, what does this pre- add? Why do like, not what it like why? Like the only thing you get out of it is like they teleport it to the to Muir Island and there's even more carnage. But like the big climatic fight. You already scene have four is, teams fighting. Yeah, like, it's so busy already with mutants and mutant powers. Like you don't need the Predator X guy. It's ridiculous. Ah, uh, I hate Predator X so much. Um, but yeah, the uh Predator X uh shows up at the uh the graves of all the new mutant kids. And uh, they notice and they're like, well, that just happened. Uh, then we cut away. Um, I like this little bit here with Wolverine. He's walking with X-Force. They're not seeing anybody on the island. And Wolverine's no fool in this case. He's like, you know, well, that's the thing. The Marauders have people who mess with your minds. 
you know, uh, we might not be seeing anything, but there could be alarms. There could be people everywhere. And he stabs the air in front of him and he stabbed uh, Reagan Wingard, yep. the mastermind, which then shatters her illusion. And they're surrounded by all of the, uh, the, the, the marauders. Bro, they kill a lot of marauders in these next couple of issues. <laughs> like, I, there has to be yeah. something where, like, Cyclops is like, I mean, they're still mutants, man. Like, we still have a, <laughs> they may be bad deer, but they, there's only 10 deer left. And we need to. <laughs> <laughs> they find out at some point that they're cloned. You know, that they keep coming back, that uh, Sinister has extras, but I feel like that doesn't happen for a few years. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, this is going to kick off our big fight scene, um, which is uh, going to lead us into. Where did it go? Why is New my X-Men doing this? 46. Thank you. Um, yeah. With a very cool cover here, too. Yeah. Uh, the young young kids, including the better young kids. We've got armor in there, mm-hmm. who I like, uh, in front of Predator X, who's coming at them. They are in front of, like, downtown New York. There are all these skyscrapers in the background. We'll just mm-hmm. ignore that. Uh, the, uh, so we, we cut over, and we, we're going to figure out what happened with uh, Mystique yep. and stuff. We're, we're doing three hours ago. Mystique is talking about how Muir Island's been really rough for her. Uh, this is where she lost uh, more. She killed Moria McTaggart. She lost Destiny. Now she might lose her daughter. Uh, if you recall, the reason why Gambit is with the Marauders is because they're trying to heal Rogue. Yes. Rogue got sick and Mike carries X-Men uh, through a virus. They'll mention it here. It's not really important. The important thing is she got sick. Yes. Um, and Mystique is trying to, it's, is with Sinister to try to get Sinister to fix her. And Sinister is, is relaying the bad news of like, yeah, it's, probably not going to happen like we should be focusing on the child yeah. like take your few minutes to grieve uh and then let's let, let's get back on course with our with our thing and then mystique just sleeper holds uh um yep. sinister shoves him against her daughter's face so that both of them have squishy face which is very funny to me um <laughs> and then like yeah. he just falls to the ground dead which of course we all know sinister is not dead doesn't matter who cares no. but it's it's fine no. so I this this whole this crossover has many times where a sleeping rogue is used as like a weapon mm-hmm. like this. The idea of an unconscious rogue being this incredibly powerful device you can like just touch people with is very funny to me. It, it makes a like um, it makes you really just want like a weekend at Bernie's style adventure with yes. rogue and Gambit and Mystique. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a beach incredible ad- a beach adventure of just puppeteering rogue into yeah. situations to kill people. <laughs> In, until until Rogan or until Gambit and a fucking Mystique and it just ruins the whole thing. It's oh, very man. awkward. So, do you think that Gambit uh, would hit on Mystique, or do you think that Mystique would turn into Rogue in order to seduce Gambit to to show that Gambit is un, uh, unfaithful to Rogue? Like, would, which would like which one would out like just shitty person the other one? Because I feel like they're both real well, shitty people. Mystique in Peter Milligan's X Men run turned into a new character that tried to join the X Men uh, to try to seduce Gambit to save her daughter from him. Okay. So, uh, and they don't yeah. find out until the very end. So I think it'd be mystique, uh, historically fair. So, yeah. Uh, even though she said it was because she didn't want her daughter wrapped up with, it's so fucking twisted. Like I don't want my daughter wrapped up with you. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to take a fuck from you. Like I'm a, the bodyguard diving in front of a bullet, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I will your end game mystique. Like I'm just going to live my whole life as this new character to be your girlfriend. I guess so you don't if, date my daughter. If if you like, if she convinced Gambit, like I don't know, man. Like if I fucked Autumn's mom, she would never fuck me again. Like there's no question. Yeah. No, absolutely. It wouldn't matter if it was. I mean, Autumn's mom is dead, so it'd be even worse. But like, 
<laughs> yeah, Weekend of Bernie's. <laughs> Speaking uh, of Weekend of Bernie's. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's just no way that Rogue would ever forgive it. Like, no matter what trickery or mind control bullshit was involved. Like, so I can I can see it making sense from Mystique's point of view, but it's still like a lot of effort and a lot of like bullshit to go through. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty wild. It's someday when we're in the mood for something that's not very good. Uh, the Peter Milligan X-Men run is fucking fascinating. Oh, I thought you were going to say we should it, cover Weekend at Bernie's. I was like, okay, it doesn't seem on, <laughs> on brand, but sure, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> God, who gives a shit anymore? Uh, the Peter, because Peter Milligan, the guy who wrote Ecstatics, like mm-hmm. good comic book writer, whenever he has to do just straight up superhero stuff, though, it's bad, but in a really weird way. It's a really weird fucking comic. Um, yeah. Uh, so Gambit notices that, uh, you know, Sinister's head, he clunked on the ground. He's bleeding out, you know? Uh, and he's like, oh my God, you used Rogue too. And he's like, yeah, she's, yeah, she did. Uh, Sinister was, was going to keep this child. I need the child, you know? Uh, Gamut says like, oh, I'm free of him. Like I don't, you know, Sinister uh, no longer has control. What do we do? Uh, the X-Men are here. And we cut over to the fight. Yep. Uh, the Marauders uh, all surrounding the uh, X-Force here. Um, uh, and this is a Humberto Ramos issue since it's new x-men which means the action is not very like parsable yeah it's really difficult to figure uh, out what's going on especially if you're not super familiar with all of these like random b-team marauders like i am yeah <laughs> and um yeah. that there is some cool stuff that happens like right off the bat um wolverine gets shot in the eye with a bullet which i think is very fun um yeah and, and putting out like the probably the most dangerous mutant in this group real quick is well is since they couldn't good. bring caliban yeah since, yes this caliban um. was, was in the app storage <laughs> <laughs> yeah since they had a weekend weekend at caliban it uh <laughs> so so they're fighting and again it's hard to tell who everyone is the art's very exaggerated lots of twisty spines yeah yeah you know mm-hmm. and stuff uh wolverine says like hey pacifist on the team you have to fight to kill or you're not gonna make it yeah you know uh but this is just like kind of a big fight that i wish was served by better art uh personally like it's fine there is some fun stuff that happens mm-hmm. like scrambler walks up and turns off wolverine's healing factor while he has a bullet in his brain which is kind of fun. Like it just didn't start shaking his head. Like it's rattling around in there. Yeah. Uh, that's fun. Uh, X 23 stabs him, stabs him, cuts off his fucking um, like hands, dog. And eviscerates. Yeah. <laughs> like X 23 brutalizes yeah. this guy who I don't really care about, but like, damn X 23, not giving any fucks. Um, I, I think I mentioned this before. I read the, uh, the gambit Deadpool mm-hmm. miniseries from like 20 yeah. something. Mm-hmm. And scrambler plays a big part in that. And it's pretty fun. Like he's fun and it's funny. Oh, good. So something I would love to do at some point. Um, our our sniper guy, uh, is that just Adelaide? scalp hunter? Scalp hunter, uh, draws a bead on Hetzaba, which of course Warpath sees and then immediately starts fucking him up. Um, and throws a knife and like pins him to the wall with a knife, which is always a good time. And then uh, Mystique comes around and is like, "Hey, y'all need to do what y'all need to like. We need to get away with the baby. Y'all got to do whatever it takes to stop the X Men." Uh, just on time, all the rest of the X-Men show up. Yeah. They just kind of fall from the sky. <laughs> like, so do you think here. this their Blackbird uh, goes like 10 less miles per hour than the other ones? It does. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's literally like, what it is. Because yeah, it's not, it, a, it's not it's, a long it's, delay. Like one does 900 yeah. and one does 910. <laughs> like, it is a math problem. It is if, if Blackbird A leaves the mansion at this time and Blackbird B is slightly slower. Does Blackbird B have um, uh, Shi'ar tech? Do we have to factor that in? 
I think that Bishop's Blackbird is super fast because he's colluding with the Sentinels. I think it's like a Sentinel Blackbird sure. or something. It, I can't remember. Yeah. And it doesn't um, matter. Uh, like it, it's not, doesn't matter. Nobody cares but me and you because we, we like to dissect the money shit of these comic books. Um, and yeah, it's yeah. it's time to it's time for even more confusing fights to happen. And Cyclops yells out, "Hey, like y'all fight, but also find Bishop and bring him here. We we know we we need to figure that shit out." Um, and we go inside where Mystique uh, reveals kind of like that she has been behind all of the Marauder interest in all of this. Um, and I don't I don't know yeah. if this has been shown or if this is like a grand reveal. Like, but she has been basically shown a vision from Destiny and is like th- to to wake rogue up she has to have gambit the baby and rogue all in the same room in Mortmuir island so she has like orchestrated a lot of these events to make this happen yeah it, it's a so she read it in destiny's diaries which was what the extreme x-men comic was about mm-hmm. was uh them trying to hunt down destiny's diaries which told the future uh mystique got a hold of them at some point and she just knew she had read it her scene which like how boring would it be just to write down everything that you see in the future? Like I've never thought about how boring it would be to write destiny's diaries. Oh yeah. But, um, the, uh, she knew that rogue would get sick. She knew the baby was the cure to doing it. So she basically manipulated sinister, like sinister is like, Ooh, new mutant baby DNA. Of course I want that. Uh, and gambit bless his, bless his little heart, his naive heart is like, Oh, like how's this baby going to work? Do you have to hook it up to a machine or something? (laughs) does it have some kind of power do you hook it up to a machine and she's just gonna stick the baby on rogue yeah like it's rogue's power it's not the baby's power that's gonna do it is the idea and i'm i'm, you know? I'm really confused because we don't know the baby's power now but we know rogue's power real well like rogue you know takes whatever you know mutant power away or can take the whole personality or take the whole uh all of someone's memories which of course the baby wouldn't have very many memories but as we know in the future, Hope's power is just like the replication and amplification of other mutants' powers. Yes. So what the, is happening here? I don't and it doesn't really matter because like whatever, it just doesn't jive with what we know to happen in the future a little bit. I don't know if they ever reveal it. The only thing I can think of is that she's synced up to Wolverine. And she's amplified Wolverine. You know? I don't know why she would be. She's Wolverine's on the basement, but that's the healer who we have here. Yeah. So I don't know. Interesting. Um, uh, even though she said she needed Gambit in the same room, which would make sense if Gambit's power did something with it. And Gambit's powers are trippy. Like he doesn't just have, you know, throw cards, like his whole relationship with Sinister is based on him being able to like time travel and unleash the latent energy and anything and all this bizarre shit. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, we cut over to the, the shitty new X-Men fighting Predator X, one of the worst designs in X-Men history. Uh, and this is no good or anything. It comes in. It's going to kill the kids. Uh, the zap surge uh, zaps, zaps it. And they basically say, like, you know, go down to the, the sick bay. Yeah. Go, go bunker up. We're going to try to take care of this. Go thing. hide out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we go back to uh, um, the fight where. Rip, uh, yeah. Riptide and Wolvesbane. Yeah. Um, and. This is where Cable and Xavier make their interest. Riptide has put down Wolvesbane. She's fine. She's not dead. But then he gets put asleep. Um, and you know, Cable is always like, "Are you going to kill him?" And Xavier's like, "No." <laughs> like, I'm like, Cable, you, yeah. you you know better to be than even to ask that question. Like, why would you think that that would be a thing that I do? <laughs> yes, yeah, like you know me at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. But we cut to the basement where the there's a huge burst of power from Rogue touching the baby. And again, I love little naive Gambit being like, "No." trying to stop it like he it never occurred to him that this was what she was going to do 
you know, even though it's the only thing that would make sense because Rogue sucks powers. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, you never told me this is what you're going to do. Rogue wouldn't want this. You know, you killed a baby. And then the baby is like, gaga, goo, goo. You know, the baby literally says goo. Uh, so they, you know, the baby did not die. No, um, which is um, weird because, you know, with that a prolonged exposure to Rogue's power, like it's taken down like real powerful mutants before. Just took down Sinister. Yeah. So like the idea that this baby can survive it is crazy. Um, and yeah. Mystique is just like dying for Rogue to wake up. She's like begging at her side and Rogue has not moved at this. Uh, and she believed based on destiny's diaries that this was what was supposed to happen. She, she did everything correctly to set this up and her, and she's not getting the outcome. Um, and you know, Gaelic like rightfully points out, like, even if she did wake up, she's not going to be super happy with you. You were willing to sacrifice a baby. <laughs> like that was not a, yeah. that's not a cool thing to do. Yeah. You stuck a baby on her. Mm-hmm. That sucks. And, and, uh, professor Xavier pops in. He's like, I'm hoping you'd say that, uh, which is very funny. Uh, we cut back to the fight again, not super good action. Like storm is fighting Exodus. Uh, Colossus is fighting frenzy. I do, um, I do love and, Colossus's line yeah. here. It's like, this is insanity. Like even Colossus doesn't like to be here. <laughs> yeah, <it's just> like, <laughs> yeah. Can nobody just get the child. It's not that big of a place. Just, <laughs> it's an, somebody can't make it to the fucking basement. It's an Island. <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. It's not even a savage land. Y'all come on. What are we doing? <laughs> uh, everyone keeps fighting. Uh, Cable says Xavier is like, what's your status? He's like, I have the child, you know, uh, what will you do? Gambit Gambit says he's going to stay there next to rogue, uh, you know, while she's there. Um, and we get a pretty dumb little bit here. The new X-Men fighting predator X, uh, breaking into the infirmary to fuck everybody up, uh, including nightcrawler waking up. The big takeaway here is that, uh, pixie says X 23 is the only one who's killed a predator X. I can take us to her. I hate this. It's so like, you don't think she might be busy? Yeah. Like she's got nothing you know? else going on. You're just going to drop a predator X in her lap. Like what if they were at tea? Yeah. What if they were just having a what nice if, tea? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What if you teleported the predator X away? Yeah. Teleport him to you space. Know, why, why would you? And it just, it's this fight scene is already too big and chaotic, but adding the new X-Men and predator X to it, just it's becomes incomprehensible to a degree. That's like pretty rough. And it's already like w- you and I are not into predator X to begin with. So like having more predator X at this thing just doesn't, doesn't matter to me whatsoever. It really feels like a way to prolong the book into 13 issues. If I'm being like straight up honest, like a I, little bit. Yeah. Uh, cause cause, cause like it, cool plot stuff happens in the next issue, but we're mostly getting shitty fight. Exactly. Yeah. You know, during this, um, uh, predator X gets teleported there, bites vertigo in half. Rip. Uh, and, uh, they're, the battle is now joined. Um, there's really confusing blocking here. Xavier's walking upstairs to give the baby, baby to cable and says like, Hey, take the baby into the future. Uh, Bishop yells, Bishop goes, it ends here. Cable, the child dies. And then we cut over and Bishop's not in the frame. It's just cable versus predator X. Yes. Uh, uh weird. We find out the blocking later that like Bishop is just off camera. <laughs> like being like i'm here too but it doesn't make any fucking sense it's not it's not very sensible yeah it does seem a little weird uh, um and that's that's the end of the issue that we live on this cliffhanger of the predator x will it eat the baby no of course not the baby's too important <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't even matter um yeah this is going to take us to x-men issue 207 chapter 13 which is the conclusion yes so. this cover is good if busy like i, I like the like kind of darker mm-hmm. ink um 
but it's it's one of these like collage things where you get a lot of like weird things happening all around it that don't actually happen in the book, which I always find a little weird. Like, mm-hmm. like Mystique putting a gun up to Warpath's head. It's not a Gary. It's not a. It's a pistol. Like it's a six shot revolver, <laughs> which. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know, I know. Mystique goes back a ways, but I don't know that. Like, I feel like she would have a cooler gun. You know what I'm saying? Mystique knows how to root and toot. Yeah, uh, that's that's for sure. Um, but it's just um, some really like weird stuff. Like, you know, Nightcrawler is here, like in his full outfit, which he's not at all yeah. in the in the comic, and it doesn't it doesn't matter. Who cares? But yeah, no, I just like Cable's cool watch. Yes, being on full display. Mm-hmm. It's like the dead center of the drawing. Uh, <laughs> This is the, uh, so Predator X is there growling, Cable's there, and this is where they show Bishop is right off screen. Bishop tries to shoot at Cable and the baby. Uh, missing, then tries to shoot at Predator X. Runs out of bullets, uh, and then Predator X comes and bites him. Very uh, funny. It looks like he kills Bishop, but does not. Just puts him out of the fight till the very end, basically. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the art on this panel at the bottom is so hilarious to me like Nightcrawler's like run pose is so weird looking like it's it's like a you know what it, you know what it reminds me of is um what's the the cactar from Final Fantasy doesn't it like give you those yes. vibes <laughs> it, it's exactly that but also it looks like um Adam Scott from Parks and Rec yes yes it does it's like Adam Scott doesn't playing it, a cactar for some reason which is something that would definitely yeah, happen a Nightcrawler cactar <laughs> Nightcrawler cactar Adam Scott it's <laughs> my my activation phrase we're just the worst people it's very yeah wow zowie could a depressed mutant make this mm-hmm. uh yeah it's really bizarre i love uh, him just uh trying to catch up cyclops cyclops pixie she tried to save us and teleport and he's just like doesn't shut, shut up, up Kurt. Kurt. yeah we got we got some like, bigger issues like, that we're, we're dealing with right now um yeah. Logan sends X-Force to take Predator X down. Um, and, you know, Warpath is like, are you, wait, we, we're fighting Marauders. Uh, and this is where um, he tells Emma, Cyclops tells Emma to send the students in to fight the Marauders. Um, and this is going to be, this is going to have repercussions, I think. Like, th- this is like the beginning. It, it's the beginning of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the actual schism event happens with a specific, mm-hmm. with ID, mm-hmm. the ED, happening. This is the beginning of that thread, even though it's going to take many years before it finally exactly. kind of unravels um like this is this is portrayed as a good choice he's saying like not good but like effective he's saying you know the the marauders have been fighting us for years but they don't know how to fight these kids yeah and the marauders are like yeah we do they're kids <laughs> we're just gonna punch them yeah. in their face <laughs> until they get they lay down they don't yeah. do anything anymore <laughs> yeah you shoot them yeah you just shoot the um, children like the, we're, we're real good at that don't get me yeah. wrong <laughs> yeah it's not it's not hard uh the the whedon dialogue continues uh was the style of the time with warpath stabbing predator x uh the wound closing and being like um okay wounding this thing isn't going to get us anywhere uh anybody got any better ideas and then gets knocked off Uh, we were all absolutely lost our minds for a little bit yes absolutely Uh, um yeah this is where cyclops confronts um cable who has the baby and says you know hey you need to give me the baby and Cable says no. Like the whole future depends on her. If she stays here, like she'll die. Everybody will die. Um, and he pulls a gun on Cyclops, and Cyclops rightfully says, "Like if you were 
gonna shoot me you would have already shot me by now like i'm i know like this is an empty thread um and out of out of the shadows <laughs> basically um here comes xavier who, agent 47 <laughs> to fucking clock him with a wrench so it looks like where did the axe come from <laughs> says cable um yeah. but he you know xavier shows up and is like which you would think you know xavier's gonna show up and say like oh he's gonna be on Cable's side because he's been helping cable this entire time instead he says no you need to do as Scott says, give him the baby. Um, yeah. And we're, we're going to come back to that. But in the meantime, Rogue wakes up. Yep. Uh, she's alive. Mystique's very happy, you know, and, and Rogue's confused. She's been out for a while. Uh, Mystique starts explaining it. Uh, you know, Hectatum uh, got you. That was the things they were fighting uh, that gave her the virus and stuff. She's like, you know, I did everything in the world to save you. It was a terrible price, but it was worthwhile. And Rogue immediately picks up the price yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what happened? Um, Mystique is still going on about all the things she had to do uh, until, Mystique, until Rogue demands that she answer and says, I had to use this baby uh, to you. And Rogue's like, you killed a child. Like, no, no, it's fine. No, all good. Uh, the baby's fine. And Rogue is not accept this. Yeah. Um, because it's bullshit that and, she did this <laughs> on yeah. Rogue's behalf. Like this would have been something that Rogue would have had to carry around for a long, long time, yes. right? Like, yeah, yeah. And she already has fresh memories of what breast milk tastes like, and that is regular breast milk, future breast milk from Cable's arm, future techno organic so, yeah, breast milk. chest milk. Yeah, uh, she takes off her glove like she's going to take out Mystique. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sick of this shit. Uh, it has to be stopped. We cut over to the fight with Predator X. Uh, I hate this dialogue. I hate Predator X. Hepzibah says, James taught me a charming earth or human proverb. If at first you don't draw blood, change up. What is Not a this? Proverb. What are you fucking talking about? Uh, the worst. At some and just kind of throws some Dr. Mario pills at it. <laughs> to no effect. Like it, it looks like it's <laughs> yeah. supposed to be like acid, but it doesn't do anything. Um, and I, I wish they had established, and maybe they did, like, leading up to this, and I just don't remember, but, like, heads about, like, getting proverbs wrong or something. Like, if it's a running joke to her be like, you know, if at first you don't yeah. succeed, you know, change up. Or, you know, w- before you cross the road, <laughs> yeah. you know, look down or whatever the fuck it Eat is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. But it, it said here, it just, like, sticks out like a sore thumb. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, and we see we see Bishop getting up at the bottom panel. So, like, he's he's still in the fight. Yeah. Uh, they're still fighting. Uh, we have some new X-Men versus the Marauders. Uh, the new X-Men are holding their own and winning. I uh, hear a pixie stab somebody. Uh, Emma Frost is, uh, fighting Exodus, you know, one of the most powerful Marauders, uh, and is distracting him in the psychic plane while dust goes into his lungs and kills him from the inside. Nice. Uh, or hurts him from the inside. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Cool use of dust. Um, here, uh, the fight's continuing. Uh, we go back to the standoff where Cable's like, Professor, you're like, you know how much is at stake. Like, why you believe in me? And he's like, I do, but Scott's right. It's not your choice. You know, if the future's at stake, it's not just ours. Uh, Scott's the leader of the X-Men. You know, you've had your say. Given, you know, now it's his time to decide. Like, this is him passing the torch. Yes. This is them resolving that uh, tension from the beginning of the, the crossover. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have. Uh, go back to Rogue and Mystique. Uh, Mystique's like, you're not going to do this. You don't want to do this. Uh, and Rogue's like, I am going to do it. You know, I love you. I may never forgive myself, but at the very least, I'll remember you, you know, along with everyone else. And just grabs uh, Mystique. By the face. You know, we think this is it. 
back to the Predator uh, X fight where they're they're not winning against Predator X. They have no idea what they're going to do. Uh, when Logan runs up a conveniently placed spire thing um, and says, "Hey, you know, we can't cut you, gut you, blind you, or hamstring you." So let me take a closer look and then just jumps into the thing's mouth. Um, yeah. And uh, X-23 reacts like very strongly. You won't take him, not you, not you. Like, like she's obviously got like this protective thing over Logan. She's very stressed about it. Uh, but of course it's Logan and he jumped into a creature's mouth and we all know what's about to happen. Like I- I'm surprised X-23 didn't just stop and go, yep, yeah, good, like, oh, good idea. Good idea. Yeah. Stepdad or whatever I'm calling you now. <laughs> it, it, it's such a cliche. The like there's a big invincible monster get inside it mm-hmm. and destroy it from the inside. It's something I dig. Like it's it's not like something I hate the idea of. It can be kind of fun. I just have to like the monster, and it's stupid that they just didn't start with this after they couldn't. Like the they sent the blade squad against it. Blades won't pierce it. Yeah, that's it. You know, it just I fucking hate Predator X. It's so dumb because again, like it gets to that yeah. thing of like if you can jump inside it and like if you can tear it apart from the inside, like. Just like, does its yeah, healing it, factor only work on its skin? Is that what you're telling me? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't only on the outside of the skin. Yeah, um, you know, it's a one way healing factor. But it, it's very much like it's just it's just a dumb fucking thing, and I hate. I'm, I hope I never have to deal with it ever again. So it's I, I haven't done it. I'm gonna go do a wiki dive and see whether Predator X comes back. <laughs> I want to know the story, like why somebody thought this was cool. Uh, it's the worst. Um, we go over to uh, Cyclops. He's holding the baby. I'm sorry. I got the baby. Just real quick, I I googled Predator X, just assuming that it would be just an X Men thing, but it's like a there's like a there's like a there's like a a, a real thing called Predator X, <laughs> and it's just oh, okay. and the front picture is this of killing oh, no, like what? like a 3D render of this weird monster killing another weird 3D render monster, like it's fucking bonkers. Oh my god! When you say there's a real thing. Yeah, like it's a plyo. <laughs> what does that mean? It's a pliosaur. Oh. Like it's a dinosaur known colloquially as Predator X. Um, it's a big turtle. It's just a, but but click on that picture because it's not a big turtle. It just oh. it just looks like that. No, it looks like a big. Yeah, it's yeah. a big crocodile biting, uh, killing a Loch Ness yeah, monster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's a weird three D render. Like I had my my whole like I was like, whoa, what the fuck is this <laughs> going on? Um, Does Predator X exist? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Here is a three D render. Unearthed in Svalbard. That's pretty rad. Do you know about Svalbard? I do not. Mm-mm. Uh, Svalbard is this like uh, community in unincorporated Greenland or the Antarctic or something where it's like basically like a free community. They don't really have laws and you can just go up there and live. It's super hostile. Okay. Uh, it's this weird little experimental like town uh, that people live in. I've watched a bunch of YouTubes about it. Um, it's real cold. It's hard to get supplies, but you can just, you're just welcome there if you want to. Okay. If you can go homestead. Okay. So, yeah. Sure. And they found Predator X. Um, so, uh, so Scott's like, or Scott's like, I have him. And then Cyclops Cable corrects. He's like, you've got her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, her, I'm about to, but she grabs his little pendant. His pendant has him and Jean Grey in it. And this is the load bearing memory. It reminds him of basically his history. He, he reminds, uh, of him and Jean Grey sending their cable off into the future to be raised. Uh, you know, he sees Jean Grey dying, mm-hmm. you know, again, that scene from New X-Men that was pretty recent. Not that recent, but relatively recent at this time. Uh, the uh, Him talking to his son in the future, that's the adventures of uh, Scott Summers and Jean Grey, where they go to the future and wear uh, turbans and talk to cable. 
Sorry. Um, Go to the future where turbans is just a very funny sentence. <laughs> the fucking Afghani, dude. Oh, um, the uh, but this is him realizing, like, you know, maybe I'm not the right person for this. You know, maybe I need to cede some control yeah. over this. And this is what Xavier intended. Xavier's like, yeah, you can't control the future. You can only allow this to be born. You know, this child opens up the key to that. You need to just let this happen. Yep. You know, as it is. I really wish um, Scott would have just looked at Xavier and been like, I don't need your fucking I told you so, is my man. Like, I'm, I'm, yes. I'm here doing all of this work on my own. Like, you just showed up with Cable, like, out of the yeah. blue to hand him a baby. Like, didn't I wouldn't die. We didn't really need yeah. you here to do this at all. Um, he would feel real bad with, given what's going to happen. Um, we jump over to Rogue. Uh, it's real weird how Rogue is absent for this crossover, but appears like they really wanted to, like, set rogue off on her own path like they really wanted to do rogue stuff at the end of this thing because um it sets up uh x-men legacy yeah yeah um, which is yeah uh rogues uh rogue solo series that eventually turns into a legion and xavier series yeah which is not good with rogue <laughs> that's that legion and xavier yeah, series I, 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 not good it was real boring yeah when i tried to read it I, even though i like mike carry but it was very boring um but rogue um, stopped short from killing uh mystique um, and because she realized mm-hmm. as it was happening uh, that which, since she woke up, it's only been her in her head. The virus was gone. There's been no memories from any other people, all of the other personalities that rattling around in there. And she wouldn't have touched Mystique at all if she had realized it just a few seconds sooner. But she's now absorbed Mystique's memory. So it's just her and Mystique in there. Um, and she says, like, hey, I got to go deal with this. This is too much. I cannot handle your weird Cajunness. Just if you if you love me, leave me the fuck alone. I don't need a Cajun man. No, in my I life don't right want now. to make out. Yeah. Now is not the fucking. Now time. is not the right. Why is your dick out? Why is your dick out right now? That's so weird, Gambit. Why is your dick out? Why did you pull it out? <laughs> it been so long, Cher. Like Jesus Christ, Gambit. Gambit, put it put like, it up. Do you think? I bet you. I imagine uh, Rogue probably paid prostitutes to try to seduce Gambit. Just so they could like watch a fucking movie or something. Oh, you think it's just to calm down? You know? Just to like, <laughs> yeah. I just need a night in. Can you just put put your dick in your pants so we yeah. can watch The Crown for a little while? Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> it's it's uh, the same like with uh, when Tyrion gets Joffrey the prostitute. Yeah, yeah, to think it you was know, just, just trying to help him out, ease him up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cyclops kisses the baby on the forehead and says, "Cable, take the baby into the future." Yep. You know she she's gonna choose to what be what she wants to be herself. She needs to be raised first, though. So give her some freedom. I wasn't able to do that for you, but I wanted you to do it for this baby. You know, kind of a sweet moment. Like, I, this works on me. I like this. Yeah, it's good. Um, uh, Wolverine and Beast are both like, uh, and Cyclops is like, nope, yeah. <laughs> done. <laughs> yeah, done. Um, and the, the final little twist here, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll be back. I'll let you know what's going on. He teleports away just as Bishop picks up a gun, shoots him. Uh, but he had already time phased out, so he misses and hits uh, Xavier. Yep. And uh, uh, Cyclops blasts the shit out of him, and uh, they run to check over on Xavier, who is just lying dead. It's a headshot. Um, they don't actually say yep. dead because he's not going to be dead, obviously. But uh, they, they, you know, this ends with like, "What do we do now?" And Cyclops saying, "Pray, pray that child's birth meant something that we that won't that we won't be the last." Um, Sorry, I messed that yeah. up. Pray that child birth means something that we won't be the last, that there's still something good left in the world. It was Xavier's dream, right? It began with him and it ends with him. Um, there are no X-Men. Uh, and that the camera just yeah. slowly fades out. I kind of don't like this. There are no X-Men line, to be honest with you. Uh, I, 
I feel like like if they it's weird it is it's, it's yeah. just awkward like I feel like if it was like it began with him and it ends with him and then we literally got the next page it would be perfect but like I guess they wanted us to think yeah. that they're disbanding the X-Men at this point and then the next page is like completely black we get a little check in and then like here's six X-Men comic books you can read after this <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the the idea is like this is going to be a new status quo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, like I'm going to create X Force. Um, we're going to make some changes around here, mm-hmm. uh, which is like what happens with these crossovers. You know, I accept it as a thing that happened. It's not a good line though, because Scott's thing is like there are X Men. I'm the X Men. Yeah, they're they're fucking taking this seriously. Like the X Men exist and they are going to be militant. That's the arc he's on. Mm-hmm. Maybe this like he's just now shocked because he got doom pilled. Yeah, you know for a moment. See, and uh, Xavier not die but go into the psychic realm, if I recall, uh, for for X Men Legacy ship. Um, but we get the black page, which I think is like fairly classy. Yeah, uh, and then we get um the future, uh, cables in the future next to a lighthouse, and he's just like, we made it, kid. You know. Time to raise you. Yep. And uh, that's going to kick uh, off a whole new series for Cable, uh, which I vaguely remember liking. Um, I thought it was really good. Um, yeah. And it's got the hilarious cover. The ca- the issue to that Cable number one with the absolutely tiny baby <laughs> on his chest <laughs> yeah, yeah. is one of the funniest drawings in X-Men history. <laughs> yeah, so it's a very tiny baby. Uh, like, it looks about, it looks, the baby is smaller than one of his muscles on his arm. Like. It's incredible. It's, it's just. The whole baby. Wow, it's just a, it's just a very, and I think the baby doesn't the baby have like a weird expression on his face too? Yeah, the baby just has a, a very yeah. odd, anyway, very weird. Um, it's the best art. But yeah, this is going to set off like uh, a bunch of other issues. Like the, we were going to get X Force number one, um, you know, yep. which is not the not Remender's X Force. I don't think this starts with Remender, if I remember correctly. Um, no, 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 no. This this is early Blade Squad where yeah, everything yeah, is yeah. dark and muddy and it's just blades, and then Remender comes along and fixes it. Yeah. In my yeah, opinion, Remenders is so much better. Um, but yeah, that's that's yeah. pretty much the crossover event. It's a uh, like this. All of this stuff I think is is really neat. Like the saving the race and the um, all of this hope stuff. I think really really works uh, for the most part. It just really really works. Uh, why is Predator X here? Like it just seems like is that not the like the fucking most filler shit you've ever seen in your entire life? It's really filler shit. Uh, it's it's funny because it, I mean I, I know I've been beating up on them a lot. Everything I hate about this crossover is Kyle Yost and Kyle Craig and Yost. Yeah. Because they, they created Predator X. They did all the shitty, just shocking deaths mm-hmm. at the end of all the issues. Um, they brought Predator X back. Like, I just feel like those guys suck. <laughs> yeah. I, I just I really hate how they write. I hate I don't like the stuff that they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a it's a real bummer. Because the rest of it I think is interesting. You know? Yeah, it's fun. Like it's a really uh, it's a really fun uh series. Like there's a lot of stuff happening. There's a lot of like weird combinations of stuff. I just some of the, sometimes it gets like the, the climatic battle at the end. I just I really wish was better. Like if we're gonna make all of my action figures like slam against each other, I want it to be done like in a really cool way. Yes, yeah. I w- I wish the fighting was better. Um, I generally like the the twist of this. I like the two people from the future both having like an optimist and a pessimist. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of kind of outlook like uh bishop being like no this fucks everything up cable being like no this is the only hope yeah and those just being their two different perspectives i think is interesting yeah me too um and it shows you know since i like that we did this after avx because it does show 
they were laying track for AVX a lot longer. Yeah, yeah, they were they were uh, thinking about than this stuff. Than I initially thought in some in some really interesting yeah. ways. So, um, yeah, yeah, this is good. Um, yeah, I hope everybody en- enjoyed this this experience through uh, our three part series on Messiah Complex. And um, yeah, we're gonna go kill some mutants and some marauders next, right? Yeah, yeah, mutants and marauders very important crossover to X Men. Um, real fun, like it's a fun era. It's real cheesy. Um, we're, we're going to get into it and, uh, also brings us into some other comics, which we haven't done. There's like a daredevil issue in there. There's a Thor issue in there, uh, stuff like that. But this is all like, this is where angel loses his wings. Uh, the Morlocks die. It's all very cool. Yeah. So it's gonna be fun. And we get yep. to talk about Good daredevil. Stuff. Yeah. Which we never have. No, not really. Before. I uh, showed up a little bit in AVX. Uh, I don't care about him. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I had nothing specifically against him. Um, have you read, yeah. um, uh, I don't know, we don't have to do like an MCU catch up, but just to kind of off the cuff, like they announced that, uh, Daredevil Disney plus series, um, which is going to be based on Daredevil born again, uh, which I mm-hmm. guess is a Frank Miller thing. And the only thing I know about it is that Frank Miller, like really treated Karen terribly during this. And I'm wondering like, cause it's an 18 episode series on Disney plus. Have you read that at all? Like, do you, do you have any concept of what it is? Uh, all I know is that it has a really good reputation, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, and it is, uh, that's really it. Yeah. Okay. So I, I just, I know that, uh, it's well liked. So, um, I'm also not surprised that it's kind of shitty given that it is, uh, Frank Miller, you know, Frank yeah. Miller, <laughs> he's, yeah. uh, he's going to get some shitty uh, stuff in there. Yeah, um, not surprising. But yeah. I, I bet you, you know, I don't think it will be shitty the way they'll do it. No, uh, no, on Disney Plus, so. they'll they'll shave that off. And I'm excited because it's supposed to be really good, and this might be a good way to experience it for mm-hmm. me. You know? Um, yeah. I never read it, though. It's just one of those like great classic comic runs that has just been a blind spot for me. Yeah, I need to, I need to catch up on it. I'm curious. I need to catch up on a bunch of the stuff that they're basing uh, modern MCU stuff on. Like, I, there's some stuff that I've just, I've got big blind spots for. So I'd be, I'd be curious. Yeah, how it goes. Yep, yep. Um, cool. Well, yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you for understanding about the uh, the period of absence. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you, uh, you know, just for being here. Yeah. If you want to support us, go ahead over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Um, get a bunch of bonus shows. Get uh, get to dictate things for abject suffering and watch out for fireballs. Uh, listen to Bonfire Side Chat. Listen to our brand new show, uh, Best Quality Vacuum. It's coming out in the fall um that's going to be for non-patrons as well but if you want to support that that is yeah. uh me and cole's show we're going to start talking about break the breaking bad universe yeah excited about that one it's gonna be fun mm-hmm. it might inspire a rewatch uh for me which i've been kind of talking about doing when better cross all uh finishes up but uh maybe i'll just do it now why why not it's a good opportunity to do yeah and it's it's just laying track for you and I eventually doing our Game of Thrones episode by episode show. <laughs> exactly. Oh my would god, dude. be very fun. Yeah, that that would be Someday. incredible. Uh, that would be fun. Yeah. Until then, yeah, until we do a Game I of Thrones show. Uh, good job. Yeah, we will. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with more X Men stuff. <laughs>